Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. And Ken Shampo, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Oh, it sounds like you're laughing at something already. No? Yes, I am laughing at something. I already. could tell. There's a little tiny giggle in your voice. Right, you can't I, share it, though. It's something. Uh, you, no, no, from it's the, probably. From the demon side? It's, no, it's probably something we'll uh, be discussing some some point in the show. What we will be discussing this hour are two big things. Number one. It is very likely, and that's how I interpret the news stories, that Garcetti's appointment to India is finished. Done. Yeah. Is that the way you're looking at it, too? Yes. Okay. Because uh, explain why that's so coming up. Don't give it away. Well, uh, but I mean, publicly, uh, uh, political people talk in code and they leak stories. And that's right. There's certain kind of vague phrases when you know it's uh, time to plant the flowers on the grave. These are a few of my favorite things. Okay, that means we'll probably have them for the rest of the year, because that's where this mayor's terms expires. uh, So is he unpacking now? uh, He's going to end up like wandering the planet like Tony Villar. (laughs) I'm going on a listening tour, and I'm going to be in a think tank, Schwarzenegger think tank at USC, because that's all there is for me. Come on, let's go. The Schwarzenegger think tank. That's still a thing. 
They came up last week because yeah. uh, who was in the news is also there, and they mentioned it. Yeah, who was it? I, I saw. Yeah, I saw it, the it same wasn't. Report. It wasn't Tony Villar. It was another dopey politician from the past. <laughs> the uh, think tank. I got to look that up. See who's in the think tank. That's these, probably these, an all-star lineup. These politicians who are termed out when some of them can't find any other kind of appointment or elected office oh, or way to glom it, off a, the taxpayers, it's a they nursing want to align home. themselves with a think tank. Yeah, It's a nursing home for unemployed politicians. Now, do they get paid? Do they get some kind of uh, stipend for being a fellow? That's a, a good question. A fellow thinker? I, I don't know. I'd imagine since they're lending their academic excellence to the think tank, they would be compensated. <laughs> <laughs> their experience and knowledge. I'm, I'm going to uh, look that up during the next That's where Newsom's headed, is my guess, too. Yeah. <laughs> if he ain't going to be president, then where do you go after governor? I don't know. The yeah. Senate? Maybe. I want to I hear about Newsom sweeping all the southern states in the general election in 2024. <laughs> yeah, that's going to happen. First time <laughs> yeah. you hear his jargon. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, it's official. Gavin Newsom projected to win Alabama, Georgia, <laughs> Mississippi, Texas, Florida. Yeah. What was this nerdy a-hole? <laughs> like, how many? That'd be a fun game to play. How many states do we know for sure Gavin Newsom would lose if he was lose? The, uh, That's lose a landslide. Yeah, yeah, right. It's like forty states at least. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, also, we'll tell you about the border. There's some things in the news about our southern border you have to hear. But we're going to start the show for Deborah Mark. We are. We are. I, whether I, you are aware or not aware of what we're about to play, we'll find out. But one thing we know, and we're wrapping up the story from Monday, his name is Scooby. That's the dog that was floating down <gasps> the L.A. River. Oh, that's such a cute name. Just like Scooby-Doo, it is a German Shepherd mix. So it has a German Shepherd head and some sort of weird body with a cropped tail. This story from CBS2 and its reporter Chris Holmstrom, he's interviewing the owner. And it appears... What a surprise. From what I'm seeing and hearing, it's not a homeless woman. But let's play the story and find out more. <laughs> It's back to where the nightmare began for Scooby and his owner, Angela, the Sepulveda Dam, open space where Scooby can run and play. He went to go do that, his daily run in the stream, and when he went down there, the minute he got down to like the bottom, he got swept away rapidly. Terrified, Angela turned into mama bear mode. So I thought maybe at first he was going to make it to the little the slope over here. I know, buddy, I'm sorry. Um, and he didn't, he just kept getting drifted. So of course I dropped all my stuff and I jumped in hoping to get him before he went under the dam. The current was so strong, Angela also lost control. The two floated for about 30 minutes until rescuers came to rescue Angela. Scooby continued downriver. I was terrified that that was it for him. Scooby became an international sensation. The world watched live as Scooby drifted downriver. There were several attempts to rescue him, like this bystander, but no success. Then another try, still nothing. He has fear aggression, you know, he's, he was terrified. So even with the nips and, and the biting of them, you know, trying to help him, they still stuck with it. Nearly two hours later and nearly nine miles from where it started. Nine miles. Success. No, leave that one on for now. Helmet cam video gives us a front row view of what it took to bring Scooby to safety. While this was happening, Angela was still in the hospital, and it wasn't until later that she saw what went down. Knowing how long he had to endure that, um, I'm super proud of him, but uh, it was very difficult to watch. Terrified and exhausted, 
Scooby and Angela were finally reunited later that night. He jumped right on me, put both of his paws. He was instantly like trying to pull me to the door. Like he was like, let's go home. I've had a day. You've had a day. Let's go home. A day to say the least, but overall a happy ending. One that captured people from around the world. Thank you so much uh, for all the love out there and the support. Um, he means a lot to me, but to know that he took, you know, he grasped other people's hearts. It's, it's definitely heartwarming for me to, to see that. And Angela wanted to also extend a big thank you to the LA City firefighters for all they did. As for Scooby, he's back home now where Angela says he's getting a lot of love and cuddles. I guess that was a thank you to you too, Deborah. Oh, you're welcome, Angela. All your love and coverage, which dragged us on for two hours on the. Uh, and, and did you hear the dog had fear aggression? That's why he did a little biting. I'm going to use that next time I snap at somebody. Yeah, I think that's it's a like, good excuse. Oh. <laughs> Is that what Will Smith had? Yeah, Will Smith had fear <laughs> aggression. <laughs> he was excuse afraid. all of our violent behavior. <laughs> he was afraid his wife was going to knock his block off if he didn't do something. So as near uh -huh. as we can put it together, I take the, the oh, I don't she was, know the area. She the Sepulveda Dam, they take walks, which I guess is you can oh, get pretty close to. Oh, it's a huge uh, park area. Right. It's like okay. a pr protected uh, land. I'm guessing there. the dog went off leash, though, and kind of wanders around. Well, she called it the stream, but the, the, yeah. the water being very high on Monday went right in and got swept. Well, you, I, I saw the river today. The river bed is, is dry, except for there's, there's a, uh, a deeper channel that's just a few inches wide that yeah. carries uh, whatever runoff is happening right now. But the rest of the channel is just cement. Right. Yeah, so uh, he went. Uh, he went running off. A lot of, a nine, lot of people. Were... Nine miles. Yeah, that's a. That was the total distance before they rescued him. Tough dog. That's amazing. I and... mean, the current makes it easier to just keep floating fast, but still, I remember he was paddling for a while. And that's got to be uh, she tiring. And she's a normal person. I saw. Yes. I mean, she was, <laughs> yes, we, we, we thought. <laughs> She's completely normal. Angela sounds like this. Yes, <laughs> I didn't. I, I, just, I took a look at her. It's like, oh, my God. I figured there was going to be just something, you know, that crawled out of one of the tents. It's like, oh, wow. Well, that was That's, our assumption uh, that yeah. it might be a homeless person living down in the river basin, and then the dog was with her companion and got swept away. Normally, and... that's who gets caught up in, in the water. I didn't understand why a woman would be in the uh, river unless she was homeless, right? And she had a camp. But now this makes sense. The dog went frolicking away, and she jumped in to get him. Okay. So you're familiar with the uh, Sepulveda Dam in the park there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a huge kind of, huge green area. Apparently, it's something they do a lot, and the dog likes to wander down by, as she called it, the stream. And, but in obviously, fact, Monday wasn't a stream. That was that was in the news a few years ago. I think Eric uh, Leonard covered it. That's where hundreds of people set up a homeless camp. Oh, because yeah, it's right. it's just it's just endless. I don't know if it's wetlands exactly or what, but it is definitely a protected area. All right, so there you go, Deborah. Mark. I'm so Scooby's happy. I'm so I mean, it's it's just such a, a great ending. The story yeah. is just, uh, and the dog <laughs> just wanted to go home. Uh, I, that was really sweet. Did you, you should watch the video. The dog is all cleaned up and dry now, and it's yeah, I want to watch. Yeah, it's it's cute. It has a cute little head. See, and I, I told you it had like a cute little white butt. It was just a cute dog. I mean, that's a. That is a cool dog. Nine miles, it. come it, it, on. It does have an owner. I know. Can't have so it, I'm so. okay with that. She seems like a lovely lady, and she's very, sounds like she loves her dog. So right. I hope they, they have a long, happy life together. All right. All right. So it's a double happy ending. We got more coming up. John and Ken, cute white butt. <laughs> the dog. Uh, oh, okay. I John and Ken show. John Cobell, Ken Shampoo.
Never wanted to see the TV story. <laughs> the dog. No. KFI AM640. Scooby. Scooby, Scooby yeah. Scooby. Or Scooby-Doo. Um, Garcetti. Politico. The El Segundo Times is following the story, but Politico's got some good inside stuff. Politico has the truth. It's kind of a geeky... Yeah, I think it's mostly left-leaning website. But anyway, um, and they use an expression that always brings me back to my childhood because my father always said this, and my father was a little satirical about people who either their career or perhaps their life was maybe coming to an end. On the ropes, he would call it. On, On the, the ropes, like boxing. It's a boxer. Sure, thing. a boxer who's uh, about to fall over. Or they're, just quit. They're right. leaning on the ropes, holding on. So that's the headline, Garcetti on the ropes, as Dems privately raise concerns. And this is, of course, about his appointment as U.S. ambassador to India. And I emphasize a key country because India right now is kind of neutral on this Russia-Ukraine thing. And the U.S. is not a fan of that. They need somebody in there, you know, lobbying. It ain't going to be Garcetti anytime soon. It may never be Garcetti. Garcetti's jumping up and down going, I can help. I can help. Well, did you see the first part of the report? Is he he went to D.C. to try to meet with senators on his nomination? Yeah. So oh, he had desperation time, and he's got, he got the door. <laughs> he walked around the hallways for like an it's hour. It's Eric. Anybody want to see me? It's Eric. I can help negotiate. I can do yoga. <laughs> want to see me in my yoga pants? Yeah. yeah nobody. Multiple wants. Democratic senators have privately raised concerns over his professed lack of knowledge about sex assault and harassment allegations against that Rick Jacobs. Right. So the translation- and without party unity, full party unity, by the way, because this is the U.S. Senate, the mayor could be toast. That's another good expression, toast. toast. He's on the ropes and he's toast. <laughs> Toasted like, on the ropes. I like both expressions. Well, I don't you, see those anymore. You know what I like is multiple Democratic senators. Now, is that three or is that 30? Well, the one that's named is that old Kristen Cinema from Arizona. Uh, she's always been a wild card. She's a pain in the neck to like uh, Joe Manchin Democrats. from West Virginia. Yes, and well, the, th- the thing is, it- it's private, but all this didn't stay private, did it? Somebody leaked it uh, to Politico, which yes. is what they do. They they start mumbling to each other. It's like I don't know about that Garcetti. Yeah, I don't believe him either. Do you? I was, oh, no way, I believe him. And it's like, all right, somebody go leak this. That there's there's multiple senators expressing concern. That means uh, a lot of senators flat out think he's lying. That's how you translate it. Because he is. Again, they can confirm the nomination without a Republican vote, but they got to get all 50 Democrats as well as uh, Kamala Harris as a tiebreaker. So they can't afford anybody saying, I don't know about this. As you already know, two uh, Iowa senators are both Republicans, Chuck Grassley and Joni Ernst. Grassley put a hold on the nomination and he told the El Segundo Times, it's going to be at least a month before we finish our investigation into these claims from the whistleblowers that Garcetti certainly knew, if not even witnessed, Rick Jacobs' sexual harassment of various people in the mayor's office. So, um, I mean, I want to get rid of him, but I'm kind of hoping he gets torpedoed. Oh, uh, yes, Which is I another do. good old expression. I, I, I am rooting for him to be uh, humiliated here. I want him to be publicly humiliated that everybody thinks he's a liar and now he doesn't get to go to India and hide until he figures out what to do. Now, the, the thing is, some of the uh, some of the uh, firebrands on uh, sexual harassment in the Democratic Party. Li- yeah, you'd think the, they'd be the, worked up over well, this. Well, listen to these quotes here. Uh, Kristen Gillibrand. 
She no, led the New charge York. to get Al Franken out of the Senate, remember? Oh, yes, right. So she was asked, was she familiar with the nomination? Well, I will look into it, and I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, Senator Amy Klobuchar, she ran for president, right? Uh, she led the 2018 fight to reform how sex harassment claims against lawmakers are handled in Congress. And she goes, well, you should talk to the Foreign Relations Committee about that. Hmm. Um, Senator Jean Shaheen said she was satisfied with this statement that he didn't know. <laughs> but satisfied. Senator- what does that mean? <laughs> does that mean uh, you believe it or you just uh, it's not important enough to fight? Uh, Senator Maisie Hirono, oh, Democrat she- Hawaii. I understand that he testified that he didn't know anything about it, but I'd just like to get further cooperation on that situation. She sounds a bit hesitant, too. Yeah. I'm still gathering information. I'm not prepared to tell you one way or the other today. And and she's been asking every judicial nominee uh, for the last four years whether they've ever been accused of sexual harassment or sexual assault. The thing is, what I'm, what I'm saying here is these are the leading female senators among the Democrats who fight for the sexual harassment issue. They've, they've gone public. They've got out on a limb. Gillibrand helped take out Al Franken. Uh, Zona Hirono is going after the judges. None of them said, oh, uh, Eric Garcetti has my full support. And I heard him, and I, every from everything I know, uh, he's, he's an honorable, truthful man, and I am definitely voting for him. None of them said that. You know what that is? That's the death knell. That's Taps playing. That's right. That's the trumpet. Uh, And he he knows that, too. The exhausting Senator Robert Menendez, D, New Jersey, chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, said, well, this nominee's been hanging out there a long time. All of a sudden, we have an investigation. You know, I wonder whether it's because there's actually something to be pursued or is it just, you know, the process of delay? But then he added, well, the committee did a thorough vetting of Garcetti, but if somebody comes forth after our vetting Mm -hmm. and says something, we certainly Mm -hmm. will... Consider if it's brought to our attention. No, no. They're they're telegraphing Garcetti, why don't you quietly fall on the sword and go home? Okay? I know that, that's five major senators there, and none of them have uh, anything uh, reassuring to say. Yeah. So it's, Sen- uh, Senator Susan Collins, the one today that announced she's voting for a Biden's Supreme Court nominee, she's a Republican from Maine, said she's absolutely going to look into the allegations before mm-hmm. any potential floor vote. Right. She could, she could be a swing vote. Exactly. Right. So so it's it's always what they don't say. And what he's uh, not getting is their unqualified support. Absolutely. Which, which is the Washington signal for... Uh, Take a hike. I was, yeah, was going to say pack up and go home. Actually, gonna, it's unpack and go home. Yeah, we're going to leave you dangling and maybe you should look into right. some other opportunities. And, and you're like a bad banana. You're starting to turn brown. And there's As a, they say, little, maybe little, you should gracefully withdraw. Yeah. Gracefully, a little bit of odor in the air. Instead, he's walking around the hallways, knocking on door. Hey, it's me. It's Eric. Can I come in and talk to you? I didn't see anything. I didn't hear anything. I don't know anything. Eric, who? Why would anyone say that about me? Daddy, daddy. Yeah, he's gonna bring Gil with him. No, I was, I'm a former top prosecutor. <laughs> I'm the one who uh, effed up the OJ uh, trial, remember? Yeah, remember me? <laughs> what a family. Don't uh, <laughs> sound drunk. <laughs> All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Hey, hey, hey in there. Oh, show's this way. Hello. <laughs>
<laughs> what happened? What, what are you saying? What am I missing? He thinks you were not paying attention. Uh, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. I, I was it, talking it was, to Chris Little. Turn, is what he's telling. Oh. It's Chris Little interference again. Yes. Uh, it's the only thing we get from him. Yeah, really? Uh, <laughs> John and Ken Show. John Cobelt and Ken Shampoo. It's KFI AM 640. Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, uh, day after tomorrow, we're back uh, with our Moist Line friends. Uh, you can join in either by using the iHeartRadio app. There's a talkback feature, a little microphone. You get to the John and Ken section of the app, KFI. And you can uh, leave a message through that means. Or you can call the Moist Line number. Still there. 1-877-MOIST-86. 1-877-664-7886. After 3 o'clock... You got to be listening to this. The listener forwarded this to the John and Ken show. We didn't find the story, but it is about a particular tiny home settlement of homeless people. It's in Los Angeles, and they're running into some real problems. A lot of the residents, the formerly homeless or unhoused, are rebelling. They're angry. They don't like their tiny home situation. This could be a disaster and a failure. Uh, it's another well, one of Garcetti's proud moments of uh, opening up these types and of... Uh, I got uh, two words for the uh, the homeless who don't like the tiny home. And they're considered long-term permanent housing, you what see. A, this is not a shelter situation. Everybody gets their own little tiny home. Yeah, okay. So we gave and them a home. And they were built for this purpose. Yeah, and, and, so, and what, uh, yeah, that, 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 those homeless encampments are just overflowing with gratitude. So you'll find wow. out what the issues are. You can probably yeah, guess them, you know but we'll get into it. Yeah, you know what? I don't care. I, honestly, I don't care about their issues anymore. I just don't want to see them. I, I, I'm, t- I'm tired of hearing about their issues. There's 11 million job openings. Go get one. There, there's, there's the issue. You address my issue. Why do I have to listen to your issue? You're taking my money. You're taking my money and you won't go get a job and I got to listen to your issues? Gave me a free house? God. I'm at my breaking well, point. Another issue, which has not really gotten much attention in some months now, is our southern border. A couple of developments. We'll be talking later on to Todd Benzman about it. But the one that's making news today is that sometime around May 23rd, the United States is going to drop Article 40. I'm sorry, Title 42. This is a policy that was invoked from a 1944 public health statute to quickly remove migrants, either to Mexico or to their home countries. Trump instituted the policy to curb the spread of COVID-19, but clearly to also curb the mob at the border. It's been fairly effective. It applies to adults traveling alone and to parents traveling with children. But last year, the Biden administration exempted children traveling without a parent from being expelled under the policy. But over the last two years, they have used it to allegedly expel 60% of the migrants, 1.7 million expulsions. Some were allowed in with humanitarian exceptions. If Title 42 expires, they can't use that excuse anymore, and the border is going to be overwhelmed again. Even if it has been overwhelmed, what they're saying, and one of the arguments they're making, is that uh, people were coming in illegally. Since they couldn't come to the border and you know, claim asylum, they're told, well, because of Title 42 health concerns, sorry, come back yeah. later. And that's so they from. Would just, a, they would just hop the border illegally. That's from a public health law in 1944. 
I guess it was called, uh, or it's under Title 42. I don't know uh, what the first 41 titles are. Here is Lee Galert, Deputy Director of the ACLU's Immigrant Rights Project. And then we'll examine this statement. Title 42 was never justified by public health and has caused grave harm to thousands of asylum seekers over the past two years. Now, think about this. What did we do after the pandemic began in COVID-19 a couple of years ago when people wanted to come to this country legally, let's say, from Europe on, on planes? Hmm. What did we do? We didn't let them in. We didn't let them in. And then eventually we only let them in if they showed vaccination proof and got tested. Uh, apparently we had a whole different procedure for the border. Okay. And I think the Trump administration says, well, we got to come up with something here. How about the public health order? And how about Title 42? This goofball at the ACL, there was never any justification. Well, and it's it, weird yeah, that these Democrats in Washington who would like to lift Title 42 are the ones that have been the most apprehensive about the pandemic. And we can't let people in well, from you, foreign countries you, you see, even to visit because they could bring the virus. Well, you see what the hierarchy is? You know, it, I, I don't know. Hierarchy is here are the top three categories. Illegal aliens, homeless people, and uh, felons. Okay. You know, and they all jockey for the first position, depending on the day. Those are the only groups of people that the uh, progressive Democrats care about. They because, have no other interest in anything else. Yes, they're compassionate towards those three right. groups. Right. Yeah, well, those three groups have somehow been underdogs and maligned. They want to give them as much power as possible. They want to give them as much free stuff as possible. They want to ignore all the terrible consequences of their presence. There's a lot of terrible consequences that you get when you have uh, you know tens of thousands of homeless people living in the street, or you have felons on the loose, uh, out of jail and not rearrested. And then there's uh, all kinds of uh, you know financial issues, and here in this case, potential health problems. When you have unregulated immigration. So there's a lot of bad consequences that flow from all three groups. And those are the only people that uh, that the Democrats care about. And two of the three groups, they can't even vote. Interesting that, yeah, Republican lawmakers from Texas said they want Title 42 to stay in place. But two Democratic senators from Arizona. Oh, here she is again. Kirsten Sinema mm. and Mark Kelly. They're both Democrats. They warned the Biden administration, do not prematurely end that policy. We're going to be overwhelmed. Yeah. They well, say we should keep it in place until we can get border, uh, the border at a manageable level. Mark Kelly is in a uh, tight re-election race. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So I don't think he can uh, go for open borders. And it's this year, huh? He's up for a re-election? Yes. Ah. So, you know, they, they, they all switch their positions, uh, obviously, depending on whether there's a there's a, a tight race or not. Now, this story says as pressure mounted around Title 42, a spokesman said the Department of Homeland Security has begun requiring COVID-19 vaccines of thousands of migrants encountered at the southern border. But remember, we covered this story, was it last year, the year yeah. before? They didn't care. No testing, no vaccines, and a lot of no. them got released. And, and, and that's when, when the uh, surge was happening, too. Yes, I know. Now, now the spread has uh, largely died off. So I don't understand. Now you're going to ask for uh, proof of vaccination? Where was the proof of vaccination when uh, when it when it was spreading like crazy? No, they're just stupid. They don't think anything through. There's no intelligent thought anywhere in all these policies. They just go with the to appease the last group that yelled at them.
And by the way, they did not expel people from countries like India, Turkey, Romania, Ukraine, and Russia. If they got to the U.S., they didn't use Title 42, but they used it on a lot of people from Mexico, Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador. Oh, and I think the reason for that would be, well, num the numbers. Uh, there's several reasons for that. The numbers and the proximity, right? You can yeah. expel somebody and they're not that far from their homeland. But, you know, you got to get all the way back to uh, Romania. And you can understand Ukraine with the situation going on there. Right, you still make them get a vaccine, though. Oh, I, I agree, right. Like, and then there were the Haitians. They, yeah, whatever happened to all the Haitians that were uh, under that bridge? Now, well, that I was last where they, fall in I, Texas. I wonder where they were really taken to. Oh, I think they eventually got released into the country. Mm. Remember those flights that were going on for yeah, a while? Those nighttime flights that were taking migrants to different cities around the country? I think they were dispersed. That's what I don't know. But that uh, wouldn't surprise I, me. <laughs> All right. We got more coming up. Who knows how much we don't know? John and Ken Show, KFI. John and Ken Show. John Cobell, Ken Shampo, KFI. AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, the city and the county of L.A. have made much of these tiny homes that have been constructed for the unhoused. We're going to take a closer look at an in-depth story on exactly what's going on. There's one about to open and one that's been open. The results, how long people have stayed. But apparently the activists and some of the residents have some big complaints about these tiny homes and what do you know it revolves around the rules you'll find out what an amnesty locker is an amnesty locker got a guess what that might be uh no i i don't you didn't read the story okay no i mean before reading today I didn't, oh yeah no, I, didn't. I had no idea i think it's a made-up term for people to <clears throat> understand what they're talking about all right so we'll get into that after the news at three o'clock uh apparently there's a little revolt going on between or from California state workers. It looks like California state departments are ordering their employees back to their offices. And the unions that represent these workers are saying no. The public employees retirement system ordered most employees back for three days a week this month. The Department of Industrial Relations and some Caltrans divisions plan to bring people back for two to three days per week in April. Uh, another agency, the State Water Project, is saying May, and uh, the immediate response is no. Uh, a number of these people are claiming that they do just as well working from home as they did in the office before. And actually, a lot are claiming that the offices can be distracted. One guy says, uh, there's just too many cubicles around me. There's too many conversations and distractions when I'm home. I can really focus on what I'm I, doing. I find this hysterical because I've always thought cubicle life is hell. Always, oh, yeah. you know, always mocked cubicle people, right? Well, uh, and and I think it's it's good for people who are, who are very social and don't do a lot of work, but just want to yeah. sit there and talk to their neighbor. Yeah, it's, all day. it's uh, I, but, but people who are more focused, it can be annoying. Yeah, no, if 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 you're intelligent and you actually you have a work ethic, I would think cubicle life is hell. But if you're, yeah, I agree. If you're right. a goof and you just want to uh, talk about uh, TV shows, because when and I've walked around lunch, when I've walked around cubicles. I've been struck by how much people talk about the television from the night before, mm -hmm. like overwhelmingly, especially years ago when there were fewer channels and everybody was watching the same stuff. Right. And I thought, my God, this is how they spend their day. They sit there typing away with that, you know, uh, creating nonsense paperwork that nobody reads. And they talk about dopey television shows.
there's also been an evolution. You probably don't pay as much attention to this, but I kind of didn't. I actually saw it there at iHeart. They moved away from cubicles. Now it's like these big open bullpens. Oh, I hate those too. Where there is no separators. No, I know. I know. The so, desks are just kind of lined up and people are kind of sitting there uh, like they're in a classroom or in a lecture hall. I know. And you hear everything and you have no privacy. You know, well, so yeah, yeah, you yeah, want to, no you, you know, and the guys who want to run the porn, cubicle, you can, might be able to look at your porn, right? Yeah. The but, guys who want to run porn is like, ah, oh, come on. <laughs> I need my moment to myself here. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I mean, I, you know, I've, I've, I've rarely worked in an office setting. I mean, certainly not in the last, uh, you know, since I, you know, in radio, right? Obviously. So, but it just seems so onerous to me. So if somebody says they don't want to be in the office because it's too annoying, I completely understand that. And I think my response to that is if they're doing their work from home, who's ever in charge of them and it's satisfactory or better, what's the point? Why make them come in? I I mean, the joke I'm hearing from some people in, in business is that, well, it's because if the bosses don't have anybody to supervise in front of them with their eyeballs, they feel useless. Well, they are. They're not really managing right. anything anymore. Uh, well, it's just it, a bunch of people on Zoom or on the telephone. It makes control freaks uncomfortable. Now, having said all that, I couldn't stand being on hours and hours of Zoom meetings every day. <laughs> Jesus. I realize I just can't. Well, I most can't. meetings are pointless anyway. But. I know. They are. Almost every meeting I've ever been to in my life, there's been no point. If somebody had just sent me two paragraphs in an email, you would have covered everything I need to know. Really, two, so, two paragraphs cover almost any meeting. The union people, I like these arguments. First, they're pointing to pandemic directives from Newsom. Newsom said early in the pandemic, the state should offer permanent telework options for employees because he was talking about saving money for the state. This would be on leased building space. And of course, this being California, reductions to traffic and air pollution. They're going to play that card. Saying, well, yeah, stay home. They, but they it, would you cause know, traffic and air pollution. It would reduce traffic. I mean, they've yeah. been pushing. It did the first year, but it doesn't look like it is anymore. No, it's, it's back. But I mean, telecommuting, they were pushing for decades, and uh, none of the company, very few companies would, would uh, go for that. Right. But now that we've had the two year experiment, and a lot of people like it, uh, I don't know. Just let people, as long as people are doing what they're doing, well, what does a boss care? Because they have nobody to control and boss around and humiliate. And... Exactly right. Yes. You jerks who like to humiliate employees. You're all frustrated, right? And I, I thought about the situation with the traffic. Monday morning, I was up. I don't know what time it was. It was in the morning, 6 or 7 a.m. And I heard the traffic report saying there's nobody on the roads. And we all know why, because the forecast was for the heavy rain. Right. But I kept thinking, and I always think this, who are these people where driving is optional on a work day? Who are they? All right, did they stay and decide to work from home? Did they take the day off? Did they? I mean, because we've noticed this before, when there's rain in the forecast or actual rain, the traffic completely truncates. And I'm like, well, well, who has that option? Because we did, <laughs> still go to the station and do the show. Who are these people? I never really Those understood Those are people that. who take their mystery sick days and personal days. Yeah, I think that's what it is. is, right? is what, they just don't feel like it. They look outside. It's wet. They don't feel like it, dressing up and dealing with the traffic and stepping in puddles. So it's like, ah, just going to roll over. Claim I have COVID. How many people faked COVID, you think, just to get uh, ah. a week off work? Probably did add to yeah. the uh, fake sick ledgers. Because 
You said did a fake test. Oh yeah, if that's what's required, you could easily do that. Yeah, because you you could create you could create fake uh, tests that either cleared you or said you were positive. Right. I know people who were doing that. Just you just you know go on, <laughs> create a fake email. All right. When we come back, a closer look at the tiny home solution to the unhoused. A long story in a publication called the Boulevard Sentinel.com. And it's got some good details in it next. John and Ken show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at Let'sMakeAPlan.org.